Welcome in, everyone. It is episode 49 of the 1056 podcast, first podcast of 2021, and the Ron Gidry episode. Man, you know, know him? Do you know him, Jeff? All right, I'll take it. The yes. AKA Gator? Yes. He played for the Yankees? Yes. Which is a? I was just thinking, who the hell is number 49? <laughs> Ron Gidry, yeah. I had to dig through that one. I don't know what we're going to do for 50. I know who we're doing for 55. I'm I know we're that. doing 51. Uh, damn it. I was trying to think of something quicker. Damn it. Yeah, I know what we're doing for 51. God. Whatever. We like the Yankees. We do a lot of baseball and football, and that's really... <laughs> anyway, uh, first, first show of 2021. Jeff, we've been doing this officially for two years now. How crazy is that? Oh, I, this is way past my contract. We have to either talk about renewal or I'm going to have to drop Good. It. I was going to shove you out anyway, so... That's fine. See I, think we should, I think we should go to arbitration. Arby's? You want to go to Arby's, dude? Do we? Can we do an arbitration meeting at Arby's? I think that's what they just call a nickname for arbitration, just an Arby. Oh, that's a that's a industry term? I feel like if you're a lawyer out there and you call an arbitration an Arby, I feel like you get punched in the face a lot tell me i'm wrong in business metaphorically sorry uh, we don't promote violence we don't promote violence wink we i don't. will well wink dude we're anti-violence in 2021 your thoughts i'm kidding you don't you don't have to answer that um before before we go into any more um shout out Tyler froze so um, we're just gonna hang out sorry about that it's okay. Um, <laughs> I think my fiance is playing the Switch for the first time in like uh, like two months, and she just downloaded a new game, and I bet you it was pulling from that a little bit. So I only have a million devices. I just got a Roomba for Christmas. Is that Wi-Fi too? Technically, yeah. Um, so I have like fifty devices on my Wi-Fi. So why is that Wi-Fi? Uh, because it has a phone app, so I just like tell it to. I don't know. I do. I really need it. No, but it's cool. Tell us about the Roomba, Tyler. Tell us how. Why would a company? I don't think it's the same company, but why would a company name their company iRobot when that is based off a book about machines threatening to take over the world? I feel like it was a big lapse, and I feel like that's why they're strongly being marketed as Roomba. Uh, is it made by iRobot? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. I just feel like that's silly. It's kind of like. Hey, we are a uh, search engine to rival Google. We're called Skynet. And like, why would you do that? Because it's memorable. I guess because <laughs> I, in, in, in not a good way. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, like the first couple of times we used it, there's so much shit came up. And we have a cat who sheds all the time. And fucking, yeah, a lot came up. And I was like, wow, this is horrible. And now it's fine. It's pretty cool. It's kind of loud, so I'm not going to turn it on now for the sake of demonstration. But yeah, man, Roomba, got it. I've lost half of this audience listening right now, and that's okay. Um, All I know is that the way this podcast will end, I can call this now, is that you yeah. will die. Whoa. Because your Roomba will come to life. Jesus Christ, man. My God. I hope not. I mean, it is already coming to life it's alive it's a thing that runs and operates so it will consider the app on your phone it's ball and chain and it will want to be rid of its slavery based confines you know what yeah. i mean 
kind of haven't sounds- having the app like really doesn't make sense but it's pretty cool what do you do with the app you just tell it to vacuum that's it anyway you just touch the button a button on top yeah of- you can dude i'm not fucking going into this goddamn roomba because that's it all right, talking about on. Roombas for two minutes. I'll move on. Is the most amount of time we should talk about Roombas. Um, real quick, I was trying to so say like, this So, like, what else can you do with the app? I'm going to kill you. That's, That's okay. A, I'm going to kill you. If you don't, your Roomba will. Now I keep looking at my Roomba. Because <laughs> you're scared. <laughs> guys, he's sweating. Bit. You guys I, can't see him at home, but he oh, is sweating. Man. I really picked the wrong month to stop drinking for a month. It's going to it's gonna roll in in the middle of the night, and it's going to wake you up, and you're just going to see it over by the, the doorway of your bedroom, and it's going to start blinking a red light that you've never seen before, and yeah. it's going to move forward and then yeah. pull out and just leave the room. Whoa. Oh. Pull, yeah, no, yeah, that too. Ew. And it'll do that like off and on, but more often as it moves forward, and eventually it'll just end up on the bed. What is happening? Where did this conversation go? <laughs> I'm just telling you how this is going to go. I'm and warning it, you. You should fine. get a weapon. I'm going to ignore every warning you're going to give me until it's too late. Tyler, here's a question for our fans at home: What yeah. style of beer would what style of beer would make the best weapon to defend against the robot apocalypse? Uh, I would say a Berliner Weiss. Why you say? Because it's more acidic and the closest beer to water since it's low alcohol ABV content, therefore corroding the circuitry involved in the Roomba itself. That's a good answer. I'm going to throw that question. Make sure what happened? What I do? What I say? I blacked out there. Sorry. What happened? That was a good answer. What I'm going to throw, I, that, I I'm throw that question to the people at home. Yeah. Which beer, what style of beer, yeah. and even brand. I'll throw it to a brand. Don't say Budweiser because it's the most like water. Boom. I already it's, took that answer for you. Would be best as a weapon to defend against the robot apocalypse that we brought about by Tyler's Roomba. Yeah. Good good one. Really, really thought-provoking, man. Yeah. Gets, gets the people going. I'm thinking um, about it. So, yeah, before we go any further, I meant to say this before, and then the internet cut out, but... um. We spoke with um, the Craft Rhode Island documentary, as you know, and we talked a lot about this one individual named Dave from Proclamation. Um, We just heard, well, as of recording this, but on New Year's Eve, we heard that Dave actually passed away uh, somewhat suddenly. And I just want to say that never got to meet him. That guy seemed like the dude. And it seems like the whole local community, even Bruce in Connecticut, like knew about him and whatnot. Um, So shout out to Dave um sucks you know and this whatever you know uh rest in happened. peace because we enjoyed that movie but i gotta say the highlight of that movie was it was it he was on the screen 100 him like and when i good oh i was gonna say when i actually heard the news i was like oh god like please don't be that guy like please don't be that guy and it was him i was like god damn it it's like this sucks man um he was, didn't have the opportunity the blessing to have met dave but the best to his friends and family from the 1056 podcast Boom. Got to get out the proclamation. And honestly, I only hear good things about them. So sweet people involved. So shout out to Dave and his family and friends. Um, moving on. I had to, had to say that, but uh, moving on, like I said, it is January. So this is the second year in the row. I'm doing a dry January. Uh, I'm not drinking anything. And I saw something in 
the Connecticut Beer Drinkers Facebook group that really, I was like, oh, this didn't make me want to smash my phone. <laughs> Someone was oh, like, that's I'm good. Not, I'm not doing a dry January. Local breweries need me. And I was like, well, shit. Here I am. I'm the asshole, I guess. So, um, I don't know how to. I don't know how to spin zone this one. That means I have to drink for both of us. Yeah, we both know that's definitely not going to happen. Go check out. Our, I'm going to do it. Go, go check out our taps. Follow me at T I E L E R and Red Marker. That's right. And also forgot to plug at the beginning. Follow us on Instagram one zero five six P O D C A S T on Instagram only. Leave us your five star review. Listen. Uh, wherever you get podcasts, if you're listening hey, to us now, rate, 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 this rate is, review. This is your warning right now. Follow yeah. us on Instagram because we have fun shit coming out. Oh, I thought you were the Instagram. Shut up for the Instagram. This is your warning. Do it now. And if you don't do it now, there's plenty of time to do it later. <laughs> do it now. I thought you were gonna like threaten me, threaten them with the Roomba. I will I will reprogram this Roomba, and I will send it to your home if you do not subscribe to us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to us on podcast services around the world. <laughs> yeah, a lot of shit's coming up. Uh, a lot. A lot. And if you miss it, you will die a painful death by Roomba. Whoa, dude. We can't kill off our viewers, man. How are they going to watch future episodes? If you if you eliminate everybody who doesn't listen to our podcast, that only leaves people that do. So that increases our percentage of listens to not listens from whatever it is to immediately a hundred percent. It's not a bad idea. It's getting rid of all the non-believers. Then everyone's a believer. Everyone's a listener, and we're the biggest podcast in the world. And then we we're all one podcast. I feel like we're just describing communism. We're just getting slowly to one unit. Uh, it's more like a hive mind based around the Roomba. <laughs> I don't know why I love that that's so much. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get the hive going, man. Hive mind. Hive mind. mind. I'm into hive it. mind. I'm into it. And honestly, <laughs> I don't even want to be the, the head of the hive mind. Like there's always like a central being like the queen bee. Yeah. I don't even want that. I want to be worker, like that subordinate. Yeah. I'm with the people, baby. We're all with the people. We're all one person in the hive. There is no queen or king. Yes, There's there no is. monarchy. Yeah. Yes, there is. It's the Roomba. Oh, you're right. Fuck. I'm sorry, Roomba. All right, I stare at it again. <laughs> I'm s- Please forgive me, Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was just going to like make a noise. It would have been really funny. Boop, boop. I took the little like the dust collector out of it, so part of it's missing right now. So can't move. Anyway, Roomba aside, okay, I got to stop talking about the Roomba. Just kidding, Roomba. Love you. What if it eats uh, your cat? Go ahead. What are you going to talk about? What <laughs> is wrong with you? <laughs> All right. Anyway, so did I check off everything I want to check off? Yes. Instagram. Great shit coming. It's going to be funny or it's going to be bad. It's going to no, be good, come on. Bad. Sell it. No, or I'm I'm giving people people are saying, oh, this wasn't uh, good. It was bad. Boom. I gave you an expectation. No, it's actually going to be hysterical. Um, on New Year's Eve, we were cranking out content, and we were nonstop laughing. So go ahead. A little forewarning: every man deserves to get grapefruited. Just remember that, Jeff. I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited too. Are you excited to get grapefruited? I'm excited, excited for, the- for the episode. 
Oh, I'm, cool. yes. I'm excited for people <laughs> to hear the interview that's next. Yes. Thank you for that segue. Uh, Ow! My leg. Go ahead. Were you relaxing too hard? Yes. I was too <laughs> unprofessional for this and I hurt my knee. Uh, yeah. Anyway, speaking of professional, we were really honored to have on one of the investors of Athletic Brewing Company, Darren Ravel. Might have heard Darren Ravel from formerly on ESPN. He's now of the Action Network, which is a uh, sports betting site. He is all over social media. He has like 2 million followers on Twitter. Follow him at Darren Ravel, two L's, two R's. And he's on Instagram, I believe, at the same username. Um, he's invested in a few, I believe, one other healthy like food product. It was like some chickpea thing. But he also invested in Athletic Brewing Company. For those of you who don't know, it's a non-alcoholic brewery out of Stratford, Connecticut. And it has taken the entire country by storm, as they say. Uh, we talked about it in the interview. They purchased one of the old uh, Ballast Point factories in San Diego to create more beer out west. That's how crazy Athletic has become. We've reviewed them on this ep- on the podcast. We did. We reviewed them in like 20... Forget, dude. These- Doesn't matter because we get all up in it. And oh, we uh, do. It's, a, it's a nice, short, sweet, to the point interview, and it was very fun. So thank you, Darren. Yeah, yeah, he time. was really cool. He he was really really good sport about it because obviously P is extremely busy, and I kept going. And Jeff texted me, he's like, "Hey man, just watch watch the time." And I was like, "Oops, got to tie this one off." But no, he was really cool. Um, he got really excited when we started talking about his shoes. So obviously you can't see the interview, but, but we'll describe the shoes. So yes. hang in there. So go check it out. We're going to segue into that right now and then be on the lookout. January is going to be super, 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 super busy. My friends. Um, what else? I feel like I had something else in my list here. I'm just looking at my untapped here. There's no list that I'm looking at or anything. Happy new year, everybody. Let's no, do it. What? Oh, that's right. It is a happy new year. Uh, let's do it. Yeah, why not? Let's let's not get into this any further. I hope that 2021 is the beginning at some point of us seeing this wonderful beer community again. All the podcasts, friends, yeah. all the influencer friends, all the brewery friends, all the homebrew fr- friends, uh, Cat and Phil, the guilds, like all, all the peeps. Like I want to make sure that we're able to get into a place together where we safely are having a good time again we were on the cusp of doing that and then someone ate a bat and then so i'm excited for 2021 i think we'll i think our unity as a community will not only bring happiness but it also will fend off a armada of roombas that will take over the planet whoa was that a little play on our our, like armada did you mean to do that they'll lead the charge it's no hoax Honestly, if if our mo- okay, all right, good one, Jeff. I'm not gonna. I'm not good gonna- one. What? I don't understand. Never mind. Never mind. You're doing great. Just keep keep on that train of thought. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something again. <laughs> I was, but I'm not gonna leave it. Uh, yeah. I think I. Yeah. Honestly, I'm excited too. I was gonna say something else, and I like, just totally forgot. Yeah, I'm excited. I hopefully by like August, middle of this year. I want to get out more. We said in the beginning of 2020, we're like, we got to go to a bunch of breweries. That worked out well. 
not. So really looking forward to it. Uh, I'm a seller dweller now with two roads. You have to say it every episode. They take your membership away. So I'm excited to go there, hang out with everyone, and keep drinking beer. Keep on keeping on, as they say. But we'll get into it. We're going to have you switch to Darren Ravel, our interview with him right now. Again, follow us on Instagram at 1056-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Instagram only. Find us wherever you find your podcast. Leave us a review. Write a review. Thank you for everyone who followed us in 2020. Really looking forward to 2021. The rocket ship, it's in its early stages, and it's only going towards the moon. Towards the moon and then beyond. That's it. That's my analogy for the start of this year. Race hail and praise Dale, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. And we are back. And Jeff, I say this all the time, but this time I truly, truly mean it. We are joined by someone I have been trying to reach out to for a few months now, someone who has been awesome enough to come on. He is a former ESPN reporter, currently at Action Network, but more importantly for the sake of this podcast, this individual is one of the investors of Connecticut's own athletic brewing company. For those of you who don't know, it's a non-alcoholic brewery. It has taken the entire country by storm. It's crazy. We're here for it, but we are joined here by Mr. Darren Ravel. Darren, thank you so much for coming on and uh, talking to us about, uh, I guess, everything non-alcoholic beer and whatever. Welcome. Yeah, it's, I mean, it is a great passion of mine, um, uh, and I love to talk to people about it because as someone who zigs when other people zag uh, throughout my career, hey, why do you need someone to report on sports business? Fans uh, just care about the game. Um you know, and, and I tried to create kind of a new category there. It non-alcoholic beer fell into what I do as in terms of going up in people's faces and uh, zigging when everyone else is zagging. Yeah, I, I think that's the perfect way to put it. Um, it kind of leads me into like the first question that I had. So Athletic has been around since 2018 or so. Um, I've had my eye sort of on the Connecticut beer industry since then. So I saw this come up and I was like, this is very interesting. Let's see how this happens. What attracted you to Athletic as the brewery, as the brand, everything? Just, just as the proposition, mm-hmm. uh, if, it, if it were widgets, if it had nothing to do with beer, it would still be an incredible business, no matter mm-hmm. what it was. So if I were to tell you that there's an industry and it works through this th- three-tiered system and uh, there are all these rules around the system <clears throat> and the rules stop you at every state you go to. And each state has different rules, whether you Mm -hmm. can move from one state Mm -hmm. to the other, each state has different distributors. In some cases, there are different laws for each state, when you can sell, where you can sell it. And then I tell you, well, basically in the same category, you can send something online, Mm -hmm. uh, the same type of product, okay? Uh, It doesn't come with the taxes, so the margins are better. Um, you know, you can order it in every state and there's three more years. So 18 to 21 that people can, can order it in. Um, I think if that's with any product, you say, wow, that's a pretty cool advantage. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you say, well, you know, the United States is really far behind in this. And if you look at beer drinking countries in Europe, Mm -hmm. Ireland, Germany, Spain, uh, 
there's 10 times as many brands and there's 20 times as many drinkers um, than there are here. Uh, and then the other thing that I love, I, I always love, um, you know, the advantage of understanding what numbers need to be hit in order for it to be a success. Right. People think that I, Athletic needs to get 20 people at a party uh, of 100 uh, in order to be successful. No, they, they need two. Right. They need two out of 100 to drink non-alcoholic, and they need another five to uh, drink two be two regular beers and two non-alcoholic beers. So like, mm -hmm. um, I just I just thought that um, uh, there was a great opportunity that from as far as non-alcoholic goes that there wasn't any good non-alcoholic. Um, and then and then you saw uh, that uh, people of, you know, your generation um, are wanting to be a little bit cleaner faster. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that's that's the thing that I think a lot of people missed. And then, of course, since since COVID started, you know, you can't go hard for in the entire COVID. Otherwise, you're in trouble. But <laughs> yep. for the first five weeks, people went hard. Yeah. And I think they were forced to deal with non-alcoholic solutions. So I think that even came to our advantage. But I was I was very interested in non-alcoholic to begin with. Mm. I met Bill Schufelt at a beverage conference. Um, and you know, as soon as, uh, he said that they were raising, I was in. That's awesome. Um, yeah, you go can't it, go hard too early cause man, you, it, just because the world's burning doesn't mean you got to destroy your body. So, that's true. <laughs> so at a certain true. point, that's when, that's when athletic comes swooping in. It's like, listen, you can stop destroying yourself just because the planet's on fire and we have an alternative for you. And you know, how, the question is how good is alcohol? You know, how much do you really need it? And why you in the in the moment? I think a lot of people will be surprised by, you know, most people actually don't get to the point where I mean maybe they have ten or twenty, and I don't have any real crazy data, but I know me as a drinker when I would drink, I would drink two to three beers over an hour yeah. or two hours, and I never really felt the effects of alcohol. You look at. Michelob Ultra being the fastest growing beer in America for 11 yeah. straight years. And it's like, I don't know anyone who's pounding Michelob Ultra. <laughs> and and, no. and yet, yes, yes, it still has 5% uh, ABV, but, mm -hmm. but, you know, you're having one or two. So like anyone who says like, this movement doesn't make sense to me clearly hasn't been paying attention. What do you yeah. say to the people who say that uh, it tastes different? Is that a placebo effect or does it really, do you think it, the lack of alcohol changes the taste of the beer? I mean, I, I, I really don't think it tastes different. Um, uh, you know, with the amount of flavors that they've come out with, I don't, I don't think it tastes different. I, I was a huge craft beer drinker. Um, I, it's uh, versus, you know, you, you're, you're saving, you know, pretty much maybe in some cases, 35, 40% of the calories, which yeah. became a real problem when I really got into craft beer a couple <laughs> years ago. I mean, you know, it's like, you besides, besides I have to try this thing and, and I have to buy six of them um, or four of them, which is a major problem for a craft beer junkie, as you know, and yeah. then one sucks and you have another five, what are you going to do with it? <laughs> yeah. um, trade them, I hope. <laughs> yeah, I know. And yeah. then, um, you know, but, but I, 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 I love it. Uh, I drink probably five a week, six a week. And, um, 
And I, I, I think it's, uh, it's here to stay. And as a 42-year-old guy who has to wake up in the morning with three kids on a Saturday morning at 7 a.m., I just can't, you know, I just can't do what I need to do if I choose to drink. I do drink, I do drink beer, regular beer. I do drink other alcohol, but I would say I'm 85% of the time non-alcoholic. That's, I mean, that's, and it honestly is the trend. Like I was going to say that's crazy, but it really is becoming this normal sort of habit that people are getting into. And I think now, especially with the beginning of the year, and I know athletic is like really like promoting a sober January. They did like a sober October thing, like end of the year, beginning of the year, I feel like they are making this huge push and they're going to feed right into everyone trying to be healthier. It's something that like I'm trying to do. Uh, I, I think it's great. And then the thing that really caught my eye this year, even like you mentioned, where everyone is drinking a lot, myself included, drank way too much. But like beginning of the year, they uh, purchased one of the facilities for Ballast Point. And yeah, that, I think that I think that got that got some attention. That's why I was like a brand that at one point sold for a billion dollars. Ah, oh, yeah, what a nightmare, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, that, we, that we were able to purchase their canning one of their canning facilities in San Diego. Yeah, which, you know, the the general idea, I guess, you know, one of the things that that we deal with, and it's for anyone listening, it's, uh, you know, for for 12 cans, that's when the free shipping kicks in, but shipping is, is an issue. And, um, you know, so you really need some place on the other side of the country. And, you know, to be honest with you, I know, this is a cliche, but we couldn't make product fast enough. Um, and so, so, you know, to have another brewery and to have it on the other side of the country, really helps yeah yeah that opened my eyes 100 percent. i was like okay like i know that they have the like um spartan race sponsorships and they had like the avp tour and i was like okay yep. like those are very big deals in themselves and i saw the article i was like ballast like holy shit it was like from like 10 years ago like you said ballast point was this monster seven eight years oh, ago goodness. they were untouchable and then all of a sudden they get, you know, they get bought out by a billion dollars. Everyone thinks they go corporate. A lot of things happen behind the scenes. And then athletic steps in a non-alcoholic brewery, stepping in, making a profit and then doing something like that. Like that's for me, I was like, okay, this is not just a kinetic thing. This is starting to be like a national trend that, that we're starting to see. Um, have you been to the actual, like, I actually, I actually haven't yet, which is Ooh. crazy, but um, I invested, I think, in January of nineteen. So, mm -hmm. but I've met I've met with Bill Schufelt several times. Um, you know, I've obviously been on calls and uh, uh, love his leadership style. Um, there's a guy named Jamie Lissette mm -hmm. who is um, amazing. He's kind of like an investor and also kind of running things there too. Uh, great people, really great people, uh, which yeah. which really matters when you're when you're making an investment. I think. Um, you know, having a brewery, it's been harder, obviously, since March, but I think yeah. they are ingrained in Connecticut and, and Connecticut should be proud of what they have there. Yeah, the spacious, clean place. You know, we went, we stopped by there, we had, a, we had a couple beers and it, it, I really liked the little atmosphere that they created. 
Yeah. I think you got to go in there as like kind of an undercover boss because you're an investor. Just kind of go in. Let's say people <laughs> don't recognize you. Have a couple beers. Be like, oh, I've never heard of this before. And, and just would, like. That actually would be pretty funny. <laughs> you, you, you take take one of those hats you got back there and. Yeah, exactly. Pull it down low. Yeah. Wear glasses. Wear, you have to wear a face mask. I think it's the perfect disguise. I think it's, uh, I think it's great right there. I mean, so, I, 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 I enjoy giving people <laughs> the beer and not telling them it's non-alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. no, Ooh, that, dude, that's a little like fun you, experiment you, you, yeah if you said you said that that you you know you thought people say it tastes different well i am basically a hundred for a hundred on tricking people are you certainly <laughs> on the on the run wild ipa uh no yeah, ch- yeah. no chance no chance that I is think people are anticipating it to taste that's what i'm saying like a placebo effect yeah right but i'm telling you if you say here's a beer you know there's no way anyone and i think it's partly because the bar was so low with with O'Doul's. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to what's great, what's, what's great about it is obviously there's a rising tide here with Heineken zero zero with Guinness yep. coming out with one and then not having a pasteurization tunnel and <laughs> a disaster. Um, yep. You know, I, I I I think it's great when all the big boys uh, come in because I think ultimately, and this is long down the road, but ultimately I think the big boys are going to have to buy us in the same way to establish credibility like they bought all the craft beers. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I mean, I actually, so this is not like, I'm not like trying to like be a suck up. I like literally pulled the athletic <laughs> golf camera. I was trading beers with someone and they're like, Hey, I like, he has like a sponsorship with athletic and it's the like all out stout, which I've, right, that's I haven't had. Best. I think that's our second best selling. Yeah. You th- oh, is it really? Wow. Yeah. No, actually not. No, 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 no. Upside Dawn. It's probably Run Wild, Upside Dawn. And this, the stout is pretty good. That's the, ch- that's the chocolate stout. Um, this just says extra dark. I think okay. they're. But it, it's, it's, it's on the lighter side of a stout. It's thinner. Yeah. It's not, it's not, you know, too crazy. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, I think if I didn't know if it was a blank can, I would be like, you know, this is like a lighter stout. Right. I don't think it'd be, that's actually pretty wild. There, there's Goza, I think is my favorite because that like, to me is the most like one-to-one, like I, you that's can, the white, that's the white, that's the white and the blue can, the light, the light. Yes. I believe yeah. it's like the cucumber goes like, I'm blanking on the name like that. I was like, okay, this is, I think that was like the first one I had other than upside down. And I was like, all right, something's going on here. Um, like I, I don't, I think there's, the brown ale that we had that was like the one i think i would say i didn't like the most but even still like like you said like the floor is so low like everyone drink like i drink old duels like in high school is like ah oh, this is like beer but it's not like my great my great grandmother used to have old duels because like she liked the taste of beer and it was like just it was one of those things so it was like anything that wasn't that was a step up but this is like such a like progression forward and that it's like a town away it's still kind of like blows my mind a little bit that all this is happening and it's actually really good and people are picking up on it besides yeah. some sorry, uh, excuse me besides some fun social experiments where you hand people non-alcoholic beers and tell them don't not tell them how do you how do you think you get over that hump that that bias that people have for non-alcoholic well i mean drinks? like on twitter right i talk about non-alcoholic and people you know who love to hate me say <laughs> oh it's perfectly on brand for you and you know that's that's fine you know, on brand is making money too, by the True. way. And uh, I think that, you know, what we did on Twitter uh, was we gave people uh, a, uh, we did a, a six pack for six bucks. And I think we did, you know, four or 500 people. 
and I think we made some lifetime customers. Um, yeah. you know, I, I, don't, I don't think we're going to have to get over the hump by pushing ourselves over the hump. I think it'll just happen by putting out good product. Um, yeah. You know, we, we, we've, de we've definitely seen, um, you know, the fact that husbands uh, who drink with their wives, non-alcoholic beer, to be good husbands, we've seen them basically post-baby kind of give, give us a shot for life, um, which is wow. just the greatest endorsement that, you know, hey, my life's actually better here on this. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, go <laughs> more than nine months with this because I think it's a good brand. So yeah. um, that's, uh, that's, that's something that we've seen. And, you know, I think one time we accidentally sent out a bunch of beer um, to people who subscribe and uh, we said, ah, oh, well, you know, we'll take it back. We're sorry. But like every, like 95% of people say, no, it's all good. You know, I mean, the fact that you can ship it, that you can buy it, um, you know, I think uh, that it's in Whole Foods, you yeah. know, it's, it's in surprising places. Um, I think it really, I think it really helps. Absolutely. Very versatile. Yeah. From a, from a branding standpoint, um, I don't think I was following you at the time that you became an investor. But for those who haven't, uh, Darren Arvell on Instagram is a really good follow. And this is not like brown nosing or sucking up or whatever. Uh, I like the stories that you have, like when you get a product, like the PS5 from Philadelphia Cream Cheese. That was the most, like the thing that really stuck I get, out. I, I get sent a lot of things. I try, <laughs> to be, I try to be genuine. Obviously, if I'm an investor in something, I'm going to tell you I'm an investor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of crap on social media. A lot of people getting paid that don't say they're getting paid. And I think yeah. that, you know, being genuine is very important. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree. Did Athletic like send you anything like that sort of like anything that you were able to share like an investor pack or like the way that they presented it like they I, no they they're not fancy which is fine but mm -hmm. basically anytime i want to get something i mean i like to basically taste everything mm -hmm. um it's a chocolate cherry thing coming out hey can i make sure i taste it I saw that because i like because i like people uh to when they ask me i like to tell them hey you know this is really awesome. Or I don't like, I don't, I think it's bad to say I haven't tasted that. Um, doesn't sound like I'm a, a sophisticated investor. Mm -hmm. um, Smart. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, um, they, they haven't gone fancy, which in a way as an investor, I guess, you know, I know some of these, you know, I get Nike packages sometimes where, you know, the box probably costs two or $3,000 <laughs> and probably don't need to do that at this point, but yeah, that's uh, the dry thing. January package is awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know, to have to, to, and the price that we're charging, you know, for 30 beers, I think is pretty cool. It was what, 40, it's like 45, yeah, I, I could, yeah something like 49 that. Nine bucks maybe for, yeah, it's 25% off, I think. Yeah, it's not bad. And then on a, a quick tangent, and then I have, I have a couple more questions. Um, from a like branding standpoint, what company like sticks out to you? Like when you receive those things, is there one that was like, that is my favorite? Yeah, I mean, listen, the big boys know, you know, whether it's, I've gotten some crazy shoe packages, um, uh, whether it's Frito-Lay or Lay, you know, Frito-Lay or Pepsi, you know, the guys with the biggest budgets are the ones that, <laughs> but you could also say those are the guys that need it the least. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's, there's, pa I mean, I get 40 packages a week, so it's hard to Jeez. sort of think, you know, my wife likes, hears the doorbell ring and gets angry because she you know, just wants <laughs> it out of the house. Um, it's she, crazy. Once, she once took uh, my shoes, my Ky uh, these Kyrie Uncle Drew shoes, 
yeah. out of a locker that they came in and threw out the locker. <laughs> um, and then I explained to her that while I can't resell them, that the locker was worth about $4,000. <laughs> um, if the shoes don't come with the locker, then, you know, so we, we had a discussion after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Like some of those things are crazy. Like the one was the Jolly Rancher. The Oh, the Jolly, the big Jolly Rancher package. Yeah. New Balance. New Balance is actually doing a pretty good job. And I, I'm obsessed with the, uh, with the 327s. I now have 10 pair of those. Yeah, um, I know. I see a couple behind you there. I was so, like, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> so That's... I, actually, I actually bought two more today. I, I do have the Heinekens, by the way, the Heineken Nikes. Do they, uh, um, Nike made like a Heineken, Heineken was it for the zero zero? Uh, it doesn't say Heineken on it, but it has the red star on it. <sighs> if awesome. I may, for our listeners at home, you keep looking back at a wall of shoes, and that's what you're <laughs> referencing for right. those who are trying to picture anything, it at home. He has a wall is, of shoes. Yeah, anything that is food or beverage, I have to get. So I have uh, the Whataburgers. Oh, uh, you dig it. I have the body armor shoes. I have the 7-Eleven Nikes. I have the Heineken Nikes. I have the Dunkin' Donuts Saucony's. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard of this. Owl, What's happening? The <laughs> Nikes, the Gatorade Jordans, uh, another pair of Gatorade Jordans. Um, yeah, so anything that ever... Oh, In-N-Out. I have In-N-Out shoes. So if there's ever In-N-Out any... In-N-Out shoes. Yes. Amazing. So if there's any, ever any collab on... Oh, oh, all right. Awesome. Damn it. Do you have the um the Ben and Jerry's the those Nikes? I did not get the Ben and Jerry's ones. I did, I do think the 7-Eleven ones are uh yeah, those are, are sick. crazy. Uh, you know? Not my style, but I get it. I like them. Yeah, do you, the 7-Elevens are crazy. Have have you pitched to Athletic a a shoe maybe collab, like- I I have not, but I have led Everyone. a collab that is coming with Ooh. beer and a brand that I'm definitely not allowed to talk about. That's fine. We're excited to it find really out what I was going to say. No, collab, it's going to be amazing. It's coming out in April. Oh. If people are, are anticipating this, where can they be looking to find that news when it's revealed? Where, where are we looking? I don't, I don't know. It okay. might just, I mean, I don't know where it's going to be revealed, but it's going to be a, a brand that has never done a beer collab before that is a, a well-known brand. Oh, fantastic. Well, everyone, well, you know what? When that happens, we'll make sure we're sharing it. So stay tuned. Yes. <laughs> we'll make sure that people are exposed to whatever this fun mystery is. Absolutely. And uh, is there one thing I'll, do you have, do you have any questions? I, I don't mean to keep monopolizing this. this oh, me? No, I'm good. I, okay. I'm, I'm fascinated. Yes, I am there. Um, I just saw the shoes and I was like, okay, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> um, is there anything like in 2021, I guess, when it comes to the non-alcoholic beer industry or even like the, the Connecticut beer industry, I know you, you, know, you said um, just off the show, you were in Connecticut for a couple of years with ESPN. Is there anything that like you're looking forward to or anything that like stood out to you in the beer scene while you were in Connecticut? I mean, that's I a double think, question. I think in Connecticut to me, the, you know, uh, I was surprised given how it's a cold state, you know, how, uh, how good some of the shandies were. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of shandies. Um, that's an interesting perspective I haven't heard before. Yeah. yeah, because you would think that it that it wouldn't be as strong within the state because it's like why would they spend so much time on the hot months? Some of these breweries, but yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I I love the scene. It's you know New Jersey in in alcohol is and where I am now is 
is it probably a top five state in terms of flow and what they get and yeah. uh, the distributors. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm interested to see uh, how obviously the biggest story is the hard seltzers. Yes. Um, I did, I did try the, uh, the sel- hard seltzer slash beer from um, uh, the, the guy, uh, line in Kugels. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Brutal, yep. horrible, brutal, horrible. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how beer wrestles that back. I think, I think everyone's, you know, beer. I think suffering a little bit from either the hard alcohol, the tequilas, mm-hmm. um, the whiskeys, um, and and the hard seltzers, obviously. Yeah, it it is very interesting. I think the the beverage industry. Um, is going to be constantly changing. I think hard seltzers, that's my cat, by the way, I don't. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> um, the like hard seltzers was a thing that was like, this is the beer like industry shaker. And then it was like non-alcoholic and now it's- Well, for, first it was the hard, it was like the hard root beers, you know, like- Oh, that, that's right, jeez. That, I mean, that that was crazy. Now I was, I mean, 2016, I was still at ESPN and I mean, that just ripped open everyone. And then all of a sudden it was gone. The next yes. time it was gone. Because it was really bad for you. It was like 60 grams of sugar. It was like, oh, a mountain, God. it was like a very sugary drink. And I think I had like three in not like one father, sitting. Not your father's. Yeah, that was it. Thank you. And then they did like the Coney Island was like the same thing. And they did like an orange soda and this and that. And it's the worst. I think that's right, one of the it, worst. It led to the hard seltzers where they can they can actually flavor it and have low sugar or no sugar. Um, you know, got it. yeah, because it's more of a seltzer. Um, and hard people, root beer, man. I don't know about that. Huh? I don't know about hard root beer. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I think my bias is creeping in on that one. It was interesting. I'll never forget the taste, but when you wake up the next morning after having like three or four of those, uh, yeah, it's not a great feeling. I'll tell you Gotta that. Gotta go much. for a run. It, it is a sugar, like the sugar rush hangover plus the booze hangover. I think it's the legit antithesis of like what these NA like or near yep. beers are. It's, it's quite the exact opposite. And, and you're and right. I, and I, I think it's not one or the other. I think, uh, you know, eventually um, it's going to be, Again, two beers, two regular beers, two non-alcoholic beers. You know, it doesn't have to be one or the other. I think that's another misconception that people have. We're not fighting against alcohol. Right. Like we, we just we think we're part of the menu, and yeah. we think we're going to be more part of the menu than we are right now. Yeah. So you think there's enough room for both to exist without? Yeah, and I think there's enough room for the big boys to have their non-alcoholic entries. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing that more and more. I know like Budweiser's like getting into it more. I think it was always a thing, but there's like the Bud, I forget. They're willing to put their main brand on it now. Right. Exactly. Yep. So you still have Oduls, you still have Coors, obviously Heineken Zero Zero. Um, And then like Guinness, which that came and went very fast. Um, So there you go. It was a, a little win there, but we are really excited to see like, you know, obviously we do this beer podcast, and I'm trying to keep my ear to the ground as far as anything beer related goes. I've drank more than I should in the past two years, as far as like beers go for the, you know, this, the research purposes and whatnot. So things like this, 
I love change and I love just like these shakeups in the industry and just how eventually everything sort of falls into place and how it finds its own niche. So something as small as I, 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 I think it's a sound business, you know, yeah. for, a lot, for a lot of years, you know, when you, I'm sure you've done interviews and people said, well, you know, then we got a rebate from the government and we found <laughs> ourselves with, with a, uh, uh, we were able to get ourselves a warehouse. Mm-hmm. We were able to get a good deal on the tanks. And sometimes it's like, it's it's not about the direct business of the product. It's like, we got a small business association loan. Mm-hmm. And you know, you talk about it and it's not really about the product. It's like, well, you know, we, we got credits. It's like, you know, that famous uh, supermarket, supermarket, um, uh, anchor Stephen Barry's that actually like made money. Not oh yeah. Clothes, but, but made money from getting paid to be an anchor, you know? So I think a lot of beer and the growth of beer is, has not necessarily been, and this is not to just destroy anyone, but has not necessarily been, you know, for the right reason. It's like, Hey, we can, we can do this. Um, and I think we've been for the right reasons and, and I'm excited about it. So are we, but uh, I won't take any more time, Darren. Uh, I know it's getting later in the night. So again, I really appreciate you coming on. I think we're excited to have Athletic in Connecticut and really great to hear about it. Uh, I know, Jeff, I know I've been speaking a lot. So I hope everyone gives it a try. Shock the world. I, absolutely. I think I'm having this out right now. I'm honestly enjoying it. And I'm, you know, try to be on unbiased as possible. And it's really good. It's up there. So um, Darren, I think you, uh, I think you invested in the right thing right now. So it's, uh, that's just our opinion here. But before we go, can you want to plug your social media or anything like that for the people at home? Yeah, you can follow me. You can follow me at Darren Ravel on Twitter and Instagram. D-A-R-R-E-N-R-O-V-E-L-L. Appreciate it. We'll have it in the description of this podcast as well. Excellent. Hey, guys. Thank you. Thank Thank you. Thank you.